0: We got breaking news right now. Odell Beckham Jr. is being traded to the Cleveland Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. is headed to the Cleveland Browns. We got an interesting show. It's from the jump. What up, man? We are live right now in the FTJ Lounge. Man, we are streaming live right now on this Monday morning, man. I got my engineer, as always, eating the building with me, man. It is a Monday morning. You already know, man, we are live in the FTJ studios, man. We got a lot to talk about. As you heard in the introduction, Odell Beckham Jr. is a Cleveland Brown. We'll get into it. And of course, I'll talk about why. This was a horrible trade for the Cleveland Browns. This is a horrible trade for the Cleveland Browns. The New York Giants got over on the Cleveland Browns. But again, we'll get into that a little bit later. But you know, we got to start off today's show talking about the NCAA. Now, of course, the March Madness bracket is set. Everybody out there going crazy, feeling that they brackets, you already know it's going to be a team out there that's going to bust your bracket. You already know it's going to be a Wofford. It's going to be an NC Central. It's going to be a Prairie View. It's going to be a Belmont. It's going to be one of these teams, Brady. It's going to be one of these low-seeded teams. Who else is on here? FC Dickinson. Who else out there? Gardner Webb. It's going to be one of these 16 seeds that's going to upset a one seed. It happens every single year. Now, of course, your boy, I, I'm not feeling out of bracket. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not feeling out of bracket. And every time I feel out of bracket, my Dookies always lose. That. The last time I feel out of bracket was in 2014. when We lost to Mercer in the first round. So I'm not feeling out of bracket whatsoever. But speaking of the Duke Blue Devils, they did get the number one overall seed in the entire tournament. Now, of course, this comes as they did win the ACC tournament this past weekend. The tournament in which Zion Williamson averaged 27 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, he just led all scores, 77% shooting. I mean, the ankle foot. It, it, it looked great to me. Now y'all take a listen to Zion Williamson after Friday night's game addressing everybody in which you know he kind of answered all questions and guarding the ankle and his desire to play. It oh, great. You all know, I love this game. I love my teammates. So the people who thought I wasn't gonna return, they weren't smart playing with Duke. i love my teammates and it was great to be back what would you want to say to those people who questioned if you'd come back i mean they are entitled to their own opinion i appreciate the input but i can't leave my boys hanging now after hearing zion williamson talk again this is what we wanted to hear this is what we wanted to see we all wanted to see him come back and play now deep down inside the player in me of course just the analyst in me is like nah you shouldn't play but if your knee is fine and you feel like you can play I say play but see this part of the year is all about team chemistry and it's all about coaching and lastly you ultimately want to have that great player now the season that we're seeing from zion williamson is one spectacular season one that i don't think we have seen in a mighty mighty long time but now looking back at the past championships again since 2010 duke has won a national championship uconn has won a national championship kentucky louisville uconn duke villanova north carolina villanova you see the common pattern here All of those teams not only had the best players, they had the chemistry, but most importantly, they had the coaching. Cause see, at this point, it's one and done, baby. It ain't like, okay, you win and then you get another game. The Duke Blue Devils have six games in order to get to the national championship game. If you look at your bracket, when you're filling out your bracket today, here's some teams to think about. The Michigan Wolverines, the Kentucky Wildcats, of course, North Carolina, of course, Virginia, of course, Duke, of course, Gonzaga. Of course, those are the number one seeds. Also look out for Syracuse. Look out for Murray State. Oregon, you know it's gonna be there. Dana Altman, you know he's gonna have his troops ready to go. I'm always looking for that Cinderella team. I'm looking for Cinderella to drop that shoe. But of course, switching from the NCAA March Madness tournament, as I said, a lot of teams are gonna be in the tournament. You already know we're gonna be tapped in. TNT, TBS, True TV. Worse is gonna be on like, you know it's on like every channel now. CBS, you know it's gonna be on every channel, man. So March Madness, you know my dookies is in there. Watch out for them Kentucky Wildcats, I'm just saying. They're yeah, number two seed out there in the Midwest. They're going to sneak up on a lot of people. But of course, switching from the NCAA tournament to the NFL, as I said in the introduction, Odell Beckham Jr. last week was traded from the New York Giants to the Cleveland Browns for a 2019 first-round pick, third-round pick, and safety Jabril Peppers. This was a horrible trade by John Dorsey and Jimmy Haslam and his Cleveland Brown organization. But again, we'll get into it. But starting off with the New York Giants, this was Dave Gettleman. Being a slickster. This was Dave Gettleman pulling a fast one on not only the NFL, but on the Cleveland Browns. Now, did they pay Odell Beckham Jr. that five-year $90 million contract? They did. They did. And why give the guy $20 million for one year? We get we get, We get it. We get it. But see what these NFL GMs are now doing is, especially after the Antonio Brown, all the trade between the Raiders and the Steelers, wide receivers will now become less and less valuable. We saw that they just got flipped for two picks. And now Odell Beckham Jr. basically just got flipped for two picks and a safety. Remember, they just lost Landon Collins to the Washington Redskins. So now they just replaced that. Now, what New York did was they're starting over. Eli Manning is a little bit old. Yes, he's 38. Is his skills diminishing? Yes. But what they have now is two first-round picks now so now they can go offense defense defense offense if they like the way haskins at six they can grab him. there are a lot of teams in those first kind of 10 to 15 that don't need quarterbacks but more importantly the above all message that i got out of this was the new york giants saying that we want saquon barkley to be the face of the franchise this was a guy that broke records last year this is a guy that went to a pro bowl last year this is a guy that they are saying is supposed to revolutionize the position this is basically outside of Ezekiel Elliott and Ty Gurley was the best running back in football last year. But this is just the New York Giants moving on from a situation. Dave Gettleman had no ties to Odell Beckham Jr. And above all and everything, the Giants right now are copying them out of the Patriots there. Run the football and let's play good defense. But now how does this affect the Cleveland Browns? Again, Freddie Kitchens, the first year head coach, no longer Hugh Jackson. But what this reminds me of the Cleveland Browns, it almost kind of reminds me, I remember when Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson were both on the same team. And again, that year Terrell Owens actually had better numbers than Chad Johnson. This is what this feels like. To me, of course, Terrell Owens, albeit will would be Odell Beckham Jr. and Chad Johnson would be Jarvis Landry. But now how is Freddie Kitchens gonna get the ball to Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr.? This is guys that have been making the Pro Bowl basically every single year that they've been in the league. These are guys that are used to catching over 100 balls a year, over 1,000 receiving yards, double-digit touchdowns. So how are they going to be able to spread this football out and then, oh, by the way, run the football with Kareem Hunt? And oh, by the way, their schedule gets a lot harder this year. A lot of the Cleveland Browns games this year, the tough games, will be on the road this year. Of course, the Baltimore Bengals, Steelers, those AFC North rivalry games, those are always going to be tough. But again, you're going to have to go against the New Look Jets. You're going to have to go to New England. You're going to go have to go to battle in Arizona. If that's Kyler Murray, we're going to have to see Arizona. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, the Heisman Trophy duel from Oklahoma. The 49ers got drastically better. Jimmy Garoppolo will be back. They added Quan Alexander. They added D4 to that defense. The 49ers are making a charge in that NFC West. Look, I ain't hating on the Browns. I'm just saying. It's a little early to be saying Super Bowl or buzz. It's a little early to be crowning them AFC North champs. Again, Lamar Jackson is still in that division, right? But don't go anywhere. Up next on From the Jump, of course, we'll talk 76ers versus Bucks yesterday. Why this was an important game, actually, for the Milwaukee Bucks and not the Philadelphia 76ers. Of course, we'll talk about drama in New York last night. LeBron James and the Lakers lose. And on today's edition of The Wrap-Up, we'll talk Golden State Warriors and DeMarcus Cousin having an MRI. Listen up. It's From the Jump. I appreciate you recommending these stormproof windows. No problem. I'm always thinking ahead. Clutch, no! My Ramon, look under the couch! You look under the couch! I'll help you deal with this! Well, the windows still look good. Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yeah, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, <sighs> exactly. No dragons, no mouths, none of that. We could do like a tufted off and splashing like. out. How large? Uh, Yeah. How, How much are they paying you? Get that, money. Hulu has live sports. Get that. Fresh off the advertisement break, man. We are live right now in FTJ Studios. Sticking with college basketball selection Sunday. A lot of teams being picked, as I said. Everybody out there filling out them brackets. Be safe. Fill out your brackets smart. You don't want to tear it up on the first day. Of course, yesterday, Cincinnati did defeat Houston 69-57 to to win the American Athletic Conference. SEC tournament final yesterday. Auburn did defeat Tennessee 84-64. to And in the Big Ten men's tournament final, Michigan State Sparty defeated Michigan 65-60. NBA scores from last night's game, the New York Knicks defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 124-123, to the Miami Heat defeated the Charlotte Hornets the Philadelphia 76ers, 130, over the Milwaukee Bucks, 125, the Detroit Pistons, 110, over the Toronto Raptors, 107, the Orlando Magic, 101, to the Atlanta Hawks, 91, the Sacramento Kings defeated the Chicago Bulls yesterday, 129-102, the Houston Rockets last night defeated the Timberwolves, 117-102, and the Los Angeles Clippers defeated the Brooklyn Nets, 119-116. Oklahoma City point guard Russell Westbrook will be suspended for tonight's game against the Miami Heat after he received his 16th technical foul on Saturday against the Golden State Warriors. Thompson got a block and then Westbrook takes a frustration foul. Then gets hit with a technical and that's his 16th technical of the season. He's going to be suspended for their next game. We saw them lose Saturday 110 to 88 to the Golden State Warriors, a game in which Russell Westbrook Always gets emotionally charged up to play in. KD didn't play in that game on Saturday. But now this one game suspension for Russell Westbrook will cost him $245,000 to be exact. And if he picks up two more technical fouls, he'll be suspended again. Now the beauty about this thing is that once the postseason comes around, the technical foul gets counter-resets. So he won't be charged any more technical fouls or he can't get suspended. It's just Russell Westbrook needing to slow it down. Kind of had a rough week last week. They had the fan situation in Utah, and on both sides, as I reported on the podcast, on both sides, it wasn't a good look. So I just think Russell Westbrook needs to take a timeout, take a chill pill, sit down for a second, read collective thoughts, and get ready for the postseason. Kind of put all this foolishness, all the fans touching him, and going back and forth in Utah behind him, so him and Paul George and Oklahoma City Thunder can make a push for the Western Conference Championship, but ultimately for NBA Finals bid. Because again, as it stands right now, the Golden State Warriors are number one team The Denver Nuggets are the number two team, and the Houston Rockets are the number three team. Everybody else right now, four through eight, including the Sacramento Kings right now, are jockeying for playoff spots. The Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Milwaukee Bucks yesterday 130 to 125, a game in which we saw Giannis Adetokounmpo score his career high. Now, if you missed yesterday's game, a battle of the big men, Joel Embiid scored 40 yesterday. Giannis had 52. Both grabbing double-digit rebounds. But this was an important game for the Philadelphia 76ers. And a bad loss for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, the reason why this was a bad loss for the Milwaukee Bucks was because of the fact that we saw Giannis pretty much do everything. He scored 52 points, grabbed damn near every rebound, damn near had 10 assists and still couldn't get the job done. But this is what we're talking about with the Milwaukee Bucks. They don't have another guy that can go out there and get them 20 to 25 points along with Giannis. And even when we look at this bench, George Hill, Tony Snell, Pat McConnaughton, can those guys hit shots? when it comes down the stretch. Miritic played 24 minutes and only had two points yesterday. So he was not effective at all. And again, though Giannis had 52 points yesterday, he was three for eight from three. But why this was an important win for the Sixers was because they've been shaky on the road this year. Their record is 17 and 16 away from the Wells Fargo Center. So when they get on the road, they've been shaky. But the reason why this was a key win is because they not only went on the road and beat the number one team in the East, but it shows me that they can actually close the game. This has been the problem for the Sixers the past couple years. And the issue that we've had with the Philadelphia 76ers is, okay, we know they've been rebuilding, and we know they kind of made the leap, but closing games at the end of basketball games and Brett Brown's out-of-timeout situations have been the theme for the Philadelphia 76ers. Now they have three guys on the court that can now close out the game, as opposed to the Milwaukee Bucks only having one. Joel Embiid yesterday was the closer, but Jimmy Butler had timely baskets and made timely free throws yesterday as well. So this is why you went out there and traded for Tobias Harris. Was it an important game for both teams? Absolutely, because again, these are the top three seeds in the East. And basically, the winner between these games is almost like confidence boosters going into the playoffs because you now know that we can beat this team on the road in a seven game series going into the playoffs. But switching from the Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers to the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James and the Lakers lost to the New York Knicks yesterday 124-123. to But that didn't make the loss bad yesterday. Now, y'all take a listen to Mario Hazonia's block on LeBron James at the end of the game. But they know they got to stop King James. That's the deal. Everybody on their feet. The shot clock has been turned off. LeBron with five seconds driving on Hazonia. Hazonia with the block! Come back and the Lakers. Now after hearing this block on LeBron, I mean again, this just goes back to the, 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 the basic crutch of this entire Lakers season. It's been a season from hell. It's been a disastrous season. Whatever you want to call it, it's been that for the Lakers. But of course, the story today isn't going to be about him going four for 15 in the fourth quarter. It's going to be about Clyde Frazier and his comments yesterday. Now I'm going to let Clyde explain it a little bit better in his comments when he said yesterday about LeBron during the Lakers timeout. This type of behavior is not, when you're you're the face of the NBA, I, I think you should be more a part of your team, but in the public, you've got to be a part of the team. And right now, we see he doesn't really care. Now, after hearing Clive Frazier's comments on live television, this was live on air. He wasn't wrong in nothing that he said, because see, this wasn't the first time this weekend that LeBron was caught on camera, kind of just aloof at the game. The same thing happened on Friday in Detroit when I guess him and Alonzo Ball or whoever on the bench was just laughing at something so funny, as much inexperience as you talk about, Caruso not having Josh Hart and Kuzma. How about you get in the huddle and help those guys? And oh by the way, I thought y'all were supposed to be fighting for a playoff spot. And it doesn't get any worse when you lose to the 13 and 56 New York Knicks, a team who was publicly tanking. Yo, check this out. Get up you're embarrassing us welcome to the block party that's cold mountain dew ice the clear refreshing lemon lime dew on today's edition of the wrap-up golden state Warriors center demarcus cousins will have an mri on his sore right foot now this comes after saturday night's win against oklahoma city thunder a game in which the golden state won 110 to 88 demarcus cousins scored 12 points steph curry finished with 33 clay also pitched in with 23 points But now this does come, I'm not going to say at a good time, but maybe it does come at a good time. Again, we play the Spurs tonight, so not too much pressure, win, lose, or draw. Andrew Bogut is set to come back to the Golden State Warriors, I believe, this week. Now, after the game on Saturday, Steve Kerr actually said that he wasn't really concerned with DeMarcus Cousins' injury. So I want to see going forward whether or not DeMarcus Cousins will miss a couple games. Kevin Durant should be on his way back sometime this week. He goes out for a regular maintenance update, checkup, get yourself together before the postseason. The past two games, we did win. Coming off that Phoenix loss against the Houston Rockets and against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Again, we got two more games on a road trip against San Antonio and Minnesota. So I don't think that DeMarcus Cousins' absence should be a big deal. And again, we've always seen that whenever somebody goes out, we always adapt, we always add, and we always adjust. But. We talked about a lot on today's episode, man. Go follow your boy on all his social media. We are streaming live everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever podcast. We are Himalaya. Where else? We at Google Play. I'm trying to get on Facebook, too. Facebook is next up. We got to get on Facebook. But go tap in with us, man. But it's your boy, man. We out.